What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first solo episode of the Mindful and Ruthless podcast. And I have a big announcement in this one, and also I want to go over 2018, kind of like recap and give you the insight on what happened in, in my business and life, and kind of like also want to share the struggles with you. I'm going to share even some valuable information with you, books and software that I discovered this year, and then later go over what's planned for 2019, including the announcement. Now, for this episode, I actually went live in the Mindful and Ruthless Facebook group. So if you are not still there, I invite you to join the group. But uh, if you hear me mention the group, that's because I've done it first in the Facebook group as a live video. Yeah, just know it was a live video and you can also join the group. It's a great group where people get a lot of value. I invite you there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. What up? Welcome, Welcome to the Mindful and Ruthless Podcast. You will learn the mindset strategies and tactics in order to develop a full stack life. What's up, everybody? I just want to hop on with a very important announcement today. And also kind of like they give you the gist of 2018 and what you should expect in 2019. Not too long because I know you've been overwhelmed with all these like recap of the year stuff. But hey, you're part of this community and I want to... To be inside on the inside like you know details so 2018 has been my most productive year ever i feel like it, basically like a shooting rocket that now just you know never runs out of fuel generally i scale my business for the first time to make six figures like just the year before that i was like 50k in debt not knowing how to even like make any money out of anything and that was towards the end of the year and all of a sudden lo and behold like i have a six figure business so already in 2017, I crushed my, you know, income, like the, the biggest month I had in terms of revenue. This year, I crushed it again. So first of all, I launched this community, Mindful and Ruthless. How exciting is that? Like that was only launched this year. In February, I launched this community. I think that in March or April, I started the live interviews here. So for me, that's very exciting. Like this is the first time I launched Mindful and Ruthless, like this year. <laughs> Pretty crazy, right? So Mindful and Ruthless is my third community. I have other communities as well. But this year, only in Mindful and Ruthless alone, I launched this group. I launched the vision training, which is a huge thing for me to also give to others what got me out of my hole um, back then, out of my worst entrepreneurial moment. So if you haven't gone through the vision training, please do. That's the first thing I did when I launched this community. I went and created the entire process in which I built my vision. I went and created that for you guys in, in a three-part video series. So you can do that. It's a messenger platform. If you have done it, great. Like you should probably do it again now in 2019. So that's, that's about the, the vision. And also I launched my podcast. So I launched the live videos here on Facebook, which basically then I built a repurposing mechanism, turning them into a podcast format and a YouTube format that was planned ahead of time. But it took me a bit of time. And then I think in May or so we went on iTunes with the show and now we got already 28 episodes in. I'll talk about that in a bit. So YouTube channel, launched my YouTube channel. Um, so in 2017, I had this like a bit of experience with vlogging. It didn't turn out well, but I think in 2018, I created more videos and really kind of like, again, took it to, to the next level. I still have a lot of work with YouTube, but hey, you know what? If you're not on YouTube yet, follow it, like subscribe to, to the channel of Sagi Schreiber, Mindful Ruthless. Please do because I'm really working on quality video for you guys. I also am working on the process behind creating a video because it's not only just the creation of the video, it's a lot more than that. So it's something that I would love for you to be a part of. And so if you haven't yet, please subscribe to Sagi Schreiber and Mindform Ruthless on YouTube. 
the blog. I launched the blog. Finally, um, I launched my website and then later on launched the blog, launched the podcast area of the website. Everything like that just came along. Instagram game, I really upped my Instagram game in 2018. And again, for, for Mindful Rules, I, I, I really worked on documenting my life better up until the point where a few weeks ago I had some page do a day in a life with me and then I had to document the whole day and it was like all day on my stories and now it's like in the highlights of my stories on Instagram so you can check that out as well. I launched the newsletter. That's a big news for me because my past two communities that I've built, I built newsletter first. Like that's how I, I, I scaled my businesses. Like there were newsletters. I started with a blog, then went on to newsletter and that became my main thing. Brought on sponsors, you know, launched my products through the newsletters. So newsletters are a big thing for me. I really invest a lot in the newsletter. I will also post a link for you to, to subscribe if you haven't yet. Newsletter today comes out late. Um, thinking about like an hour, an hour and a half. So I'm very excited for that. I actually am going to, in this news, I want to share uh, four books for with you that will turn you into a master storyteller. So that's the upcoming newsletter. In every newsletter, I share links from the industry, plus like this personal message of the top and some more nuggets of gold. So you're really welcome to also join the newsletter. So Mindform Ruthless as a brand has been launched and I launched my first product for the community, which is a coaching product. So I launched the Mindful and Ruthless Mastermind. Now there are just a few more seats available. If you are interested, let me know. People in the mastermind crushing their goals, doubling their income, launching online brands. It's pretty amazing. So I'm really, really happy with the mastermind. If you're in the mastermind, guys, like I love you and I, I really hope you are enjoying. I'm already getting great responses. So again, a few more spots available in the mastermind for now till the next batch. So yeah, I'll, I'll let you know when the next batch is. But if you're interested, let me know and DM me. And also, I started coaching as well. I'm doing one-on-one coaching. That's like the top tier. And I've never done that before for entrepreneurs. I've done it for designers. Now I'm doing it with entrepreneurs and it's amazing because I'm seeing results there as well. So for me, it's the best way to serve the community. But what's next in Mindful Rules? We'll get to that just a bit soon. So Pixel Perfect. Pixel Perfect is the largest Israeli design blog that I launched in 2011. Now you might know Pixel Perfect enough and we'll talk about that as well. That's my fault that you don't know it enough. But what I want to tell you about Pixel Perfect is it's like it's it's my baby. I launched in 2011. Uh, it's my first blog ever and it picked up so well that in the previous year I launched two online courses in Pixel Perfect making me I think that two online courses alone this year made me about 70k and I launched a physical course just before the end of 2017 and that also made me about like 70k in, in revenue so basically that was pretty successful for me making so much money off my blog for the first time like I made a lot of like you know revenue off the blog so for me that's like validation that what I, my methods work and the vision works right when I have a vision I can launch things and I make sure they work so that's it I also took one of my courses in Hebrew about design principles, the principles that make any design great. I actually translated it into English. So now it exists in, in English and uh, I haven't launched it yet. It's just quietly sitting there waiting for me to do something with it. So I'm waiting to see what I'm going to do with it. But basically I did that. I have about 20 people that purchased it, but I haven't launched it yet. So, well, basically I revamped also the newsletter in Pixel Perfect, made a whole change to the blog over there. I've done a lot of things. In terms of clients, so I, uh, I was a designer. I came from design. And when I was in debt, the first thing I, I did is get like bring on clients. I made sure to choose clients that I love working with. And slowly but surely, I built a studio operation in 2018. I just took myself out of the 
out of the business, out of working as a designer hands-on and brought in other designers, which I trained in my online courses and physical courses to work with those companies. So basically what I did is grow a studio operation. I also coached designers one-on-one and I had a goal. I had a goal. I want to share it with you. I'm sorry if some of my clients are in this group and I'm sorry if you hear this and you don't like it, but I had a goal. I wanted to um, scale Mindform Ruthless and all my online activities up to the point where I have no startup design clients. And I wanted to do that in, uh, up until the beginning of 2019. And that actually happened. So right now, right now I have like only like one like partial design client with a designer working in there. I'm not against any design clients. I love my clients, but I just want to do my own thing 100% of the time. So now I get to choose if I want a client or not. So you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to rely on revenue from clients. I also worked with JLD on some cool, exciting design stuff. And the thing is, I started working with Pat Flynn on the visual identity of FlynnCon 1, which is happening in July. And I have more to tell you about that in later episodes. But actually, I really started, I started working with Pat Flynn and... We've been doing the visual identity for FlameCon 1, which is his first conference ever. It's happening in July in San Diego. It has been awesome. I've been working with this amazing, amazing 3D designer called Yambo. If you don't know Yambo, you definitely should check out his portfolio. And the identity is like coming out very soon. I think next week it will already be published. So it turned out amazing. Freaking awesome. I'm very excited for this. So Pat, I know you love it as well. Like we're all very excited about this, what came out. So I'm really looking forward to see how it plays out later. There will be a lot of work implementing that into the conference itself, but um, the, the actual visual identity and the logo are just freaking amazing. So I'm very happy with that result. One thing that is not so, you know, but like it, it's not on the list of like things I've done, but I, I grew and learned how to manage a team. Like I brought on a video editor, an executive assistant. Now that helps me with everything. She's my right hand. My, a podcast editor. Recently, I brought on a content writer and an SEO person. And I built a whole repurposing flow where if I go live, later that is taken into YouTube and podcast format and then also transcribed and created there with the content writer into an article. The SEO person can research titles. Like basically, I have a whole flow going on. It's something that I built in the recent months, so it's not perfect yet, but it's pretty much a great thing. And once I have it in place and I, you know, I know I nailed it, I will for sure share it with you guys. You know, uh, like I, I flew twice to the States. I met Pat Flynn, JLD. It's the first time I met those guys. I actually joined Pat Flynn for, for his mastermind. He interviewed me on his show. I interviewed him on my show. It's pretty amazing. I went to the 10X by Grant Cardone. I went to Social Media Marketing World, which, I'm, by the way, I'm going in this March as, again. I, I have been on a weekend of masterminding with Pat and, and our crew, like our, the mastermind itself, like 11 other amazing entrepreneurs. So it, was, it has been amazing for me. I've been to FinCon, Summit of Greatness with Lewis House. I ran too many workshops in San Diego. Like being in Israeli running workshops in San Diego has been amazing for me. I also secured my financials in place. Like I was never good in financials, but I'm starting to get it. So I started working with my cash flow sheet that um, I will also share with you in one point or another. Started being more connected to my bank account, opened my savings account, which is very important. Started thinking about, you know, later on, okay, in the game. Now I was an entrepreneur. Now I need to also think when I'm not going to be an entrepreneur and I need to start saving for later on in my, in my life. So I started doing that as well. Also in financials, I made about 
370k this year in sales. This is more than a million Israeli shekels. So for me, it's huge because it's, I made my first mill, you know, like in Israeli shekels. It's so big that my accountant and my financial advisor, they called me up for a meeting and they told me, hey, Sagi, now it's time to move on to LTD, basically, like moving from the company, which was LLC, I think, in in, in U.S. terms to LTD, which is like a real company, a corporate. So I just, uh, just today I came back from the bank, opened the account. I got approved. Uh, Mindful and Ruthless LTD is now existent in Israel as an entity. Now, the biggest realization in the last two weeks of 2018 is that, oh my God, like I made so much like in terms of revenue and I had my first like 70K month, like making 70K in sales, which is Huge for me. I've never even thought I can make 70K in Israeli shekels. Like making 70K in sales for me is crazy. And I thought again, like I was looking at the accounting software and looking at it and I'm like, is there a mistake here? I'm not, what's going on? Like I, I actually am not still sure how it says I made 70K, but I, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Again, for you to understand, like a year and a half from now, I was 50K in debt, not even knowing how I'm going to make 15, even like even 5K. Like I was like, how am I going to make 5K a month? That's crazy. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, like 18 months later, I'm making 70K a month. That's pretty crazy. Not, not that I'm making every month 70K, definitely not. But, you know, now I proved that it's possible. And now I know it's possible off of my own things. The beautiful thing about it is that 70K a month was the first month ever that it was most coming from my things and not from my clients. Basically, like it's the first month that it's my products, my online courses, my physical course, my mastermind, like everything that I built around helping other people and teaching them what I know has basically like, you know, made that much money in my life. So for me, it's crazy. I'm really grateful for that. That was a huge win for me this year. In terms of um, coaching, by the way, and self-improvement, I paid close to 70K this year on coaching and self-improvement, meaning like masterminds, courses, stuff like that. So it's a lot of money. I never imagined I would pay so much, but hey, you know what? When you are working on yourself, it's part of my three pillars of entrepreneurial success. One is clarity of vision. Second is taking action with, you know, wishing for stuff to happen, you know, call it karma, call it whatever you want, but you just like manifest it into your life and work on the mindset. Then the third one is account- uh, accountability and mentorship. And that's very important. That's key. And that's why I invested so much money into masterminds and coaching. Um, I learned to stay on the phone like never before. I learned to how to storytell better. I took care of my health and well-being. I started eating better, started waking up earlier. I wake up at 5.30 a.m. I go and read some Buddhist scriptures. I meditate. I write my goals down. I write declarations, all and stuff like that. I started training more heavily. First of all, it was a relationship move with Shimrit, which my wife, which we agreed to go and work together, like with a, with a coach, um, to work on our bodies more. If you remember me, I was a bit, you know, <laughs> fatter. Right now, I lost a lot of weight in the past, I don't know, six months, gained muscle, and I'm feeling great. Like, re- I'm feeling really good. So the diet and the coaching and then like basically the training. And I went back to Muay Thai, my love of all times. I've been doing martial arts since I basically remember myself. And now I've been, I went back to doing Muay Thai, which is like a Thai boxing with a private, with my coach from back in the days. But now I take him on like one-on-one offer. He's amazing. I love this guy. This is like, he's a badass. And if you, if you check out my Instagram, you'll see my Instagram is full of like my training sessions with him. I also integrated cold showers. So I integrated cold showers a couple times. Basically, I do it like uh, most of the days of the week. I do a hot shower, then end with a cold shower. Again, a year and a half before, like if you take me like 
you know, back then, I would say cold showers, only crazy people do that. Like, I've, I've never even considered that. But now that I integrate it into my life, I can't see my life without it. So I'm very happy for that. So if you try doing a cold shower, you can try going regular shower, then cold shower, just for like, try 30 seconds, then one minute. All right. No more than like two minutes, by the way. And don't end with hot water and with cold water. So just like a tip. Because if you end with hot water, you basically simulate hypothermia. So just saying, don't do that. All right, so I spend more time with the kids than ever. While I was making more than ever, I actually had more time with my kids and with family like, than ever before. We also, I reintegrated date nights with my wife. Like, uh, we had some nice getaway weekends that we visited, like, some cabins this year. Like, just me and my wife. I had my calibration. Like, I had it also last year, but I had it this year as well. Um, I learned a lot of new tools this year. I learned about chatbots. I created my first bot ever with ChatFuel. I learned Elementor, which is a WordPress kind of like plugin that helps you build websites. I started working with a great, great app for um, also on my vision and also on my uh, almost everything, like project management and stuff. It's called Notion. Notion is an amazing app that you should definitely use and try out. I started working with Zoom, Ecamm, and in general, just like got my game on with Lives. So like Facebook Lives, you know, I'm already down. I'm feeling pretty comfortable in front of the camera right now. I just bought this camera as well this year, like the, the, the first like live camera gear that I have. Already want to upgrade, but this is good enough for now. So I listen to all a lot of audiobooks. I bet you guys as well. Um, so if you want, I found a great flow for audiobooks. So I have my Apple Watch. And so while I'm riding the car and I want to like, I, I find a quote. So when I have my quote, I have this um, app, it's called Just Press Record, it's synced with my iPhone, and what it does is you just like, you hear something, and then you're like, oh, Russell Brunson just said ta-ta-ta-ta-ta, and like, this basically gets recorded as voice, but then it's synced with your phone and being transcribed in your phone, which is pretty amazing. And then basically I have all the transcriptions, then I can share them as tweets, Instagram, or just like look at them because I want to go back to things, and kind of like remember what I learned. So that's about that. I started using rev.com and Descript to transcribe stuff. So you can transcribe videos and you can t- transcribe podcasts and stuff like that. It's just like automated services, which are really nice. I um, totally killed it with Upwork. I hired a full team on Upwork, which is amazing. And Upwork is amazing. I- I'm actually going to share my process soon with you guys. I already shared the process of how I hired um, Anton, my video editor, through Upwork. And that's here in the Facebook Live of this group, just search the, the search bar in the group for for Upwork and you'll find it. I set up the home recording studio on Travel Pack. So you can find everything at sagishraber.com slash gear. I'll share the link with you as well. But basically like I really geared up. I'm really good to go. Like I can create videos from my home, which I couldn't before. And I can also create videos and I can create very high quality podcasts on the go. So now I'm ready. I can travel the world, go to the US. And just if I meet someone at the conference, I want to interview him. I just like open up, like, you know, I pull out the gear and we can have like an interview on the, on the spot, video and high quality sound. So uh, I'm very happy with that. Also, like I want to share with you something that might also benefit you. Books that I read in 2018 and really, really loved. So I read about 37 books in 2018. And here they are, like the best ones that I recommend that you have to read right now. The Hero's Two Journeys by Michael Hagg and Christopher Vogler. Expert Secrets by Russell Branson. And I'll link to all everything here later. Pitch Anything by Oren Clough. I also reread Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. I read it in 2017, reread it again. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Built to Sell by John Warrilow. 
The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, which was recommended to me by Pat. It was amazing. The Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs by Carmine Gallo. And that's also a great, great book. So those are books I really recommend you to read. Hope you enjoy them. They are all amazing books. I don't want to go too much into detail about each and every one of them right now, but you know, read them and enjoy. Finally, the most important part, the mindset. I strengthened my mindset like never before. I learned to handle financial risk better without getting too stressed about it. I learned to get out of my entrepreneurial depression mode. You know how we all feel this overwhelm all the time or sometimes, and then we get really kind of like, you can't do anything. So I learned to handle that way better like i'm not saying i'm perfect at it but with mindfulness and meditation and kind of like you know knowing that it's now like i already made a lot of progress so i know i can get through whatever hurdle comes to my way and also looking at the roller coaster and saying like instead of viewing it as a roller coaster i'm kind of like okay i chose this roller coaster and hey i'm at the theme park life is great you know so yeah, just treat life as a theme park, you know, ups and downs will always be there. But hey, you signed up for this. It's amazing. So just uh, think about that. Think about it that way. Every low has a high. It's all good. So anyways, I also had some pitfalls and some struggles in 2018. And that relates to my very big message that I have for your very, very announcement. So what went wrong in 2018? First of all, I had too many things on my plate. Clients, online courses, Pixel Perfect, Mindfulness, this podcast, growing a team, growing a studio operation, like all those things. And also wanting to hold my time with the family and not giving that up. I'm so thankful that I had my family first. In my vision, my priority was family first, like my wife, my kids, and then the rest of the business. So therefore, I never, like work never came on top of my family. But, you know, on some, on some points, you know, I had to do what I do for work. So, for instance, I missed a holiday when I flew out to social media marketing world. What can I do? But, hey, I met Pat there. <laughs> My whole life changed. So, it was worth it, right? But I'm taking the, the, the proper way to also communicate that to my family. And they know I put them first. So, but focus was a problem for me. Too many things is really, you know, it's like you think about so many things you have to do. And uh, it's stressful sometimes. Um, I had very long days because of my routine, like with all like my training and teaching at, in Tel Aviv, my physical course and the work I do and everything like that and the schedule with the kids. So I had like one day where I basically don't see the kids from the morning until basically the afternoon the next day. And that, that feels bad for me. And also I had some late night days because I was teaching twice a week in Tel Aviv. And also I'm having a lot of conversation with you guys in the US. Like basically if you're watching this, you're probably from the US because most of the people in this community are from the US based. So I'm having a lot of calls with you guys and basically um, all my coaching lines and stuff like that. So it's on the US. So therefore it must be my afternoon here in Israel, my afternoon, evenings, sometimes late evenings. That's why the interviews were late and also interviewing one time a week at 9.30 p.m. my time. That was very long days. With that all, I still had my time with the kids. Like two nights a week, I was only with them in the evenings and stuff like that, but it was still hard. I want to clear my evenings in 2019. And while making more than ever in terms of revenue, I spent more than ever. Growth is hard. I never experienced it before and I never knew what's coming. But when growth comes, you pay way more to the IRS and the authorities and you pay for a team and you pay for a software and you pay for yourself, right? And so you pay so many different entities that all the money that you basically see coming in, it goes out like like so fast. And that's scary sometimes because the financial risks are really, really higher. And I come from being in debt and everything, so I don't have a backup plan yet. Like if I fall, I fall. Like that's what happened. So 
Anyways, luckily I played it, but at times it did feel like playing with fire. I'm not saying you shouldn't play with fire if you know that on the other side it's going to be great. So I did play with fire just a bit, but of course, you know, what, you know, it's, that's the risk I take. Like uh, everything is cool. Like I would never really, really sink, you know, worst case, if everything falls down and I really get into a bad situation, I need to take another loan and then crush it again and know what to do better next time. But I'm not going to quit until I'm successful. That's commitment. And that's my commitment to, to you guys as well. All right. So too many calls sometimes because I had so many calls, like design calls, like design clients, uh, students, leads for my design course, potential leads to my mastermind, free consultation calls with designers, free consultation calls with you guys, like the whole my Formosus community, discovery calls with different opportunities and new connections, my coachings that, are, that my coaches that coached me, those kind of calls, two masterminds a week. It was a lot and I was overwhelmed with calls. Sometimes I have days where I got into the office, like at the end of the night, like, I, you know, I was like, oh my God, I can't feel my throat. Like I was talking for so long. It was a whole deal just talking. So it was very hard on me. I like, sometimes I had to skip lunch and I don't like that at all. I actually made sure that in 2019, it's not going to happen again. So also like I wasn't connecting enough with you guys in the group, in my from Ruthless. At the beginning, I was going live every once in a while, like every, like even a couple times a week. Later, it kind of like dropped, tried to focus on the interviews once a week. But, you know, we had our Friday wins. We still do. It's great. But I feel like I should connect with you guys more in this group, kind of like more personal uh, in the group. And I, I still haven't cracked my whole way around it. If you have some tips, let me know because you guys are my people. But it definitely felt like I wasn't connecting enough with you. And I want to do that more in 2019. Now, content was a struggle. I mean, I miss podcasting alone, but I knew I needed to make videos as well. I used to just podcast. I had two podcasts before this one and I just podcasted, you know, just like not even on video, just like, you know, took my mic and started talking and that felt so great, but I'm not doing that now because I knew I wanted to make videos. I wanted to make live videos. I felt I needed to be everywhere because I wanted brand to grow big. I wanted my formosas to grow big and I had experience with me not to start in with one thing because I already knew everything. I knew all the platforms. Now I just needed to play them well. So I kind of like just like jumped on all platforms and um, I, it did create some overwhelm. I'm not saying I'm sorry for it. I, I think that as an entrepreneur, I should be on all platforms as many as I can. And I know how to handle and I have experience with them. But I did have to up my, my game in a lot of them and still have like kind of like failed to do that in most of them, I guess. So, I mean, I felt I wasn't making enough videos. I need to work on my storytelling skills while also learning YouTube's SEO details, you know, and how to research for titles and stuff like that. So, you know, there was a lot to learn on each platform. I launched a newsletter too late, I think. It's my main thing, newsletters. I'm, that's my thing. Like everything that I had in the previous two communities in the newsletters and all of a sudden, hey, I didn't launch my own newsletter for this community. So I launched it just like four weeks ago, finally. But here it is, it's existent, it's already like this week is the fifth week in and it's great. I, I mean, I enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Let me know, of course, if you're getting it, what do you think? If you haven't yet, you must subscribe to the newsletter because I, it's it's awesome. Like I have people now in Pixel Perfect, like sending me emails, so many emails kind of like thanking me for changing their lives. So I'm hoping that this newsletter will be exactly the same, even better, even way better. So, all right, um, content is a struggle, like I said, and there, I'll get back to the content in just a second with the big announcement. Um, team, I learned to manage a team, but hey, like I had a lot of stuff that 
happened with the team that was a problem for me. For instance, my podcast editor left. I don't know if you, like, if you did track on iTunes, like this podcast, the Mindful Rules podcast, you probably noticed that I haven't published an episode in about three weeks already, or even, I think even four weeks. Just because my podcast editor just left. Now I don't, I, you know, I haven't launched for four weeks any episode and I just hired a new one. So hopefully the new one will be good and you'll see episodes coming next week already. But yeah, it's totally, you know, it was my bad. <laughs> and like basically like managing to give my, my like enough assignments to my team because I was working so on so many things, I kind of like my team needed me and needed me to create for them like a proper, proper task list. But you know, I didn't have time all the time. I have so many assignments on myself that creating assignments for my team was kind of like a struggle. So sometimes my, part of my team members were like, hey, Sagi, we don't have anything to do today. And I'm like, okay, I'll find something for you. But I still didn't have the time that day to create a task for them. So it was very um, hard on me, but I learned a lot from that. And I'm going to definitely like work on that in 2019. And then final thing that gets me to the announcement. So growth of the podcast itself was a challenge. So... I learned something this year. I learned that the growth of the podcast is not going to happen for me if I keep on doing it the way I'm doing it. And that means Facebook Lives turned into podcast interviews like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, like audio, and turned into YouTube videos because Facebook is Facebook. And again, like, let me know what you guys think about this because you guys have been like the consumers. Tell you the truth, I've never seen over... I don't, I don't think I've ever seen over 400 views on any video that I created in the past almost year. So it was like maybe like 10 months, almost 11 months that I've been creating videos. I haven't seen more than 400 views on a video, like at least in the first week. And I was expecting to see growth. When it got to 300, 400, it stopped. And some videos even got like 100, 200. And in the podcast side, the downloads of the podcast has stopped as well. So basically I have just only 100 downloads a week for my podcast, for any podcast that comes out, any podcast in iTunes. So I'm not used to those numbers. I had two podcasts before. I know the numbers that I should see and that's definitely not the podcast views I want. So what I decided is this, like I, I started like thinking about it and I talked to some of you and what you guys told me is, Sagi, we can't be so long on Facebook. And that's probably true. You're probably not even watching this video. I haven't even checked how many views I have on this. I'm probably counting on that fact that you are listening to this later in the podcast format and even going back to the podcast format because I'm going to share it. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. I am not even counting on the lives of watching right now. And I don't know how many people are watching live right now. That's because Facebook is Facebook. It's never meant to leave you in one place for more than like a minute or two. You can watch a video for a couple minutes and then you're gone after your next notification or your email. And that's why I decided to ditch Facebook all along in terms of live videos. Like my podcast is not going to be on Facebook. No more live videos on Facebook in terms of the podcast. I might do lives here and there, totally like to share like behind the scenes with you guys in the group, but I'm never going to do my podcast any episode. By the way, this is an episode of the podcast. It's the last final episode of the podcast on Facebook. So that's it. No more episodes of the podcast on Facebook. I'm done. Facebook has disappointed me in a lot of ways, but actually I just needed to catch this first. I thought Facebook lives were the future. They are definitely not the future. Facebook lives are definitely not the, you know, the future of content. Facebook video is just not working. Facebook is not meant for video, like the way I see it, because videos are 
a long form thing and Facebook is definitely not even a minute thing. Def Facebook is like tuck, 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 feed coming up and down, like liking, continuing. That's not stopping for a video for an hour and a half of an interview. Definitely not. So I'm taking this off completely. Now the thing is this, I also thought, okay, so people are watching a couple of minutes because they did have some views. So people are watching for a couple of minutes. Why don't they then go to Overcast or Podcast Edit, Edit or Spotify or iTunes or whatever podcast player they have and then they they listen to the episode. If it's relevant for them here, why don't they re-listen to it there? Why do I have only a hundred views, a hundred downloads for the episode? So I thought about it and the reason is this. It's because we are all bombarded with FOMO about other great podcasts that are out there. When we open our podcast tab, we look for the freshest episode that we can grab right now. Right. So if you already heard a couple minutes with me, probably interviewing someone live, then I get to the point where I'm like, oh, my God, there's a fresh new episode that I haven't heard. And I already heard Sagi. So the V's check is, is ticked, like the check mark is ticked on listening to the podcast episode already because you've been a couple minutes on a podcast episode watching it live on Facebook. So you rather listen to a fresh episode from someone else who in another podcast. I get it. So that's why I decided to completely leave this platform, which is Facebook for my podcast. I'm going to publish episodes, you know, just like once it's out, but that's it. So that's like the big announcement. I am going to do live. I'm going to be in the group. Everything is going to be great. But the podcast is on iTunes from now on, never more on Facebook. You should definitely just go and subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review if you already subscribed. Let me know what you think. Like, I would love your reviews on iTunes. Those help as well a lot for reach, for, for me to grow in the podcast format um, and reach more people that would probably find this show great. Now, plans for 2019. So basically, it's literally just being more mindful, more ruthless. It's about pursuing growth, but mindfully. Mindful growth. First thing I decided was not to be too ambitious with my revenue goals for 2019. I could have easily said I want a million dollars now. I made 370. Let's go for a million. But no, I don't want that. I want to grow very, very slow. I want all my financials to be in place. I just want to make great money while being able to be with my family and not too much stress. And I want to just like make sure that I got everything down the proper way. It's also my first year making all of the money on my things alone. So I'm pretty much have this challenge of actually making the money on my own for the first time ever and relying on client money. So this year I'll be closing all my debts that any, any that were open, I'm going to close. Also added time with my family. I added one more night with the kids and, and my wife. I'm going to be mindful to be there with my kids and have no like full days where I don't see them. I'm getting better at freeing up time to be with them. I already got better in 2018, going to get way better in 2019. This is a year also more focus. This is the year of batching. Sunday is content. Monday is mindful rules. Tuesday is pixel perfect. Wednesday is whatever uh, project I have going on, like an online course or something. And Thursday is my financials and getting out more content, like making sure all the content comes out. Friday is like to make up for everything. So I have more time with my wife and my kids. Personal development. I restructure my entire week in batches. I basically batch work now. And I reconstructed the week as of March. I'm not going to teach almost uh, at all in my college in Tel Aviv. I brought in someone, a very good friend, a very uh, great designer to teach instead of me. So he's going to teach now. And basically I wake up earlier. I, I get more done. Mornings are structured better. I'll have more time for my Muay Thai practice. So I'm going to up my practices and trainings. 
funnels and better tracking. I'm going to make sure that I uh, up my funnels game now. So funnels are very important. I'm going to talk to you a lot about that in 2019 and how you basically build a brand, launch products, now you build funnels in order for those products to work, right? I'm doubling down on content. So a great, another great announcement for you guys is I'm going to have one more episode for the podcast a week. So one interview and also one just solo episode, me just talking about some subject that you brought up or that I know that will probably help you. So basically sharing behind the scenes and also like talking to you about the topics that I know you really care about and that you're feeling the pain at that I can help with. So this is going to be one more episode a week. So if we had one episode a week so far, now it's going to be two episodes a week for the podcast. I'm going to make more and better videos. I'm currently exploring a new way of making videos and repurposing content. So it's going to be great. Like I said, and more blog posts and SEO work to get more rich. I'm looking to get better gear as well for my videos and stuff like so I can basically help and serve you better by making more quality videos. I want to up my standards. And this is the year of Mindfulness products. There's going to be another mastermind later on this year, an online program that's launching this month. Actually, it's it's coming. It's an online program on how to build a kick-ass personal brand and it's coming this month. So just watch out for that because it's going to be an awesome product. And um, I put I put together a great, great, great syllabus for you guys. Go and share it soon. And also, I got a digital product planned for the end of the year and some swag. In terms of Pixel Perfect, going to launch more online courses and going to better the funnels for my online courses. I'm going to share with you how I'm doing what I'm doing with Pixel Perfect, basically as a case study for you guys to learn. Because Pixel Perfect is like my personal brand that I built and now monetize and kind of like. I'm going to share this process with you. I want you to be there with me behind the scenes, kind of like making like what I make for Pixel Perfect for my audience, how I serve my audience. I want you to be there with me to kind of like to watch and, and learn and hopefully be inspired to have your own audience and also serve them in the best way possible. And hiring, I'm going to hire, just hired a new podcast editor as an SEO person. I'm going to hire a community manager, another VA probably. So my executive assistant will have help herself onboarding. Also, my wife. So my wife started designing Shimrit, and she is now joining the team. So she actually started designing. She designed all the artwork for my podcast in the past couple months. You haven't noticed, but probably now you do. It's so Shimrit, my wife, is designing. I'm, I'm onboarding her to the team. This is the year of a book. I want to write a book this year. More outreach. I want to get more podcasts because I know it's a way for me to reach bigger audiences and basically get this community lifted off of the ground. I have two flights already booked to the US, one in March for social media marketing world. Let me know if you're coming. And also there's another mastermind with Pat in March. And then on July to FlameCon 1. So you should be in FlameCon 1. You should totally be there. So that's it. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I just want to say I'm really, really grateful for you guys that are you are part of my you know dream to inspire others to live the best life that they can to create a life of impact and to influence others on the process with their passion. So I really am grateful for you guys. You are amazing creative entrepreneurs. I'm here to serve you. If you have anything that you didn't hear me talk about, you have any questions or you have anything that you want me to create in 2019 for you guys, let me know because I'm all ears and I will definitely consider it. So let me know, DM me, write a comment here in this feed or wherever you can. And I will definitely be very happy to talk to you. So thank you so much for being a part of Mindful Rufus, of this community, for being a creative entrepreneur, for wanting to influence other lives and build the life of your own in the best possible way. Everybody, peace out and have a great weekend. All right, that's a wrap. 
Hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please consider sharing with a colleague or friend that you think would benefit from listening to it. And if I may ask for one more thing, this is a new podcast. So I would love if you could like help me out and please rate it on iTunes. This would really help the podcast reach more audience. So helping me make more impact. So you only have to do this once, like not every episode, and it has tremendous impact. I'll be super, super grateful. So if you can, just rate me on iTunes. Thanks a lot, and see you again on the next episode. I have a vision. I can launch things, and I make sure they work. I paid close to 70K this year on coaching and self-improvement, meaning like masterminds, courses, stuff like that. It's part of my three pillars of entrepreneurial success. And the third one is accountability and mentorship, and that's very important. I chose this roller coaster, and hey, I'm at the theme park. Life is great, you know? So treat life as a theme park. You know, ups and downs will always be there. But hey, you signed up for this. It's amazing.